0: Welcome to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast, I'm Mike Pelak. I'm a screenwriter and filmmaker who's always looking to maximize my time and potential as I work to break in. In this podcast, I talk to artists of all kinds who have seen success in their fields about their process, habits, and work ethic. Today on the show is artist Ruben Rojas. Ruben is an LA-based artist, muralist, and activist. His mission is to ignite creativity and inspire others to see the world through the lens of love. Ruben's murals can be seen in cities across the country and around the world, from Paris to New York, to Florida and Mississippi. All right, Ruben, thank you for coming on with me today.
1: Thank you for having me, Mike. Pleasure to be here.
0: All right, so I think you were in finance prior to your art career. What moment cemented in your head that art was what you wanted to do, and then how did you implement that transition?
1: Wow, what a question. Is there a moment or a series of moments? You know, it's also what led me to finance. I mean, the story is is pretty complex, but let's keep it short. Five years into it, after coming out of real estate practice where in 08, I lost everything just like a lot of people did and went bankrupt and had to rebuild. And someone's like, hey, come try out finance. I find myself miserable. And again, the carrot was money and only money. And it wasn't enough for me. I couldn't trade time for money anymore. And and five years into my 10-year career, I painted my first mural. And then I painted another one and another one. And slowly but surely, I ended up saying, you know what? Today's the day I'm no longer going to the office. I wish I could tell you what date that was, but it was just... It was something that I had to do because my problem is I'm very loyal to all my customers and all my clients. And I was like, I can't leave them. They're, they're my people. Like I helped them get here. I got to this point. But they're telling me, you need to go do art. What are you doing? Go do that. We will be fine. And after enough people said that over and over and over again, I finally just pulled the trigger. Here I am. This is what happened.
0: It's a great thing when the people who are paying your bills become your biggest supporters in that transition exactly exactly so you've got a you've got a lot of different projects going on you've got murals that you're painting uh, I see you put out prints you've got tons of apparel uh, you've got your your beautify earth project you've got a ton of stuff going on and and this is probably pretty applicable question for the moment where you know no one can see but you know, Ruben's in a in a truck moving a moving a mur- or moving a sculpture right now. How do you structure your day to make sure that you're always moving forward?
1: You know, the only thing that is stable in my day is how I start it and how I end it. Every day, I get up, I have my morning routine. It's nothing complex. I'm not sitting and meditating. You know, I get up, take my dog out, you know, take my pre workout, and I go to the gym. It's an hour in the gym. It's a non negotiable Monday through Saturday it is what it is. And then from there, my day can go absolutely into chaos. It could go in every direction it needs to go, as long as we're moving forward. And if I don't get to things, I don't get to things, but it's okay. Cause I started off with some grounding and some foundation. And then tomorrow is the next day that I'll pick it up and continue to move it. And then it ends with me coming home to my son, you know, I'm a new dad with the almost five month old and During my wife's pregnancy, we were already making the habits. I don't bring work home. Everything stays in the studio. And the goal was always be home by bedtime, you know? So I can kiss them goodnight, bathe them, do whatever it is. Some days it's a smidge later, but for the most part, those are the two things that keep my day focused. So I've got that middle section to do, you know, everything that Oprah and Beyonce does according to those quotes, right?
0: In your opinion, how important is perseverance to success?
1: I mean, you've got to have a relentless pursuit of your goal and your vision. And it, perseverance is definitely part of the fuel that that needs to happen. If you don't believe in it, if you'll get stuck in your failures. And failures are good. And successes are good. And if you get stuck on your success, you know, it's kind of short-sighted and, and you'll think, Oh, that was all it took to persevere. But if you look at your failures and use that to push you forward, you start realizing that the drive to persevere is so much greater than the small wins in between. As long as you're, you know, got to eye on the goal line, so to speak, except for I keep pushing mine further and further ahead <laughs> every time I get to it.
0: No, that's great. I mean, I, I feel like me coming from a screenwriting world, I keep re adjusting or realigning my goals, you know, what what was a goal for me 2 or 3 years ago, now that thing happens in, you know, a more regular basis and I look at it and go, okay, cool. Versus 3 years ago, that was a huge victory and I've, you know, realigned my goals to be a little further down the field and it's been very helpful in keeping me motivated. What would you say keeps you motivated on a day-to-day to, you know, always keep pushing forward? Is it obviously there's there's the, you know, supporting your family. There's, I think a lot of your motivation from my perspective comes from your message and your passion for getting that message out. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, totally. I would totally agree with that. People feel me the way they interact with my work and take it in. That's what keeps me going and moving forward. I, I It's because it's, it's bigger than me. It's not like Hey, look at my art, like my art, here's my art. I, I have a true mission and a true vision and a lifestyle that I'm building with, with what I'm doing here. And the funny thing is, it, it, I didn't start out with that master plan. I think that, as you say, the universe conspires and it just guided me. Every mural led to the next mural, led to the next mural. And that first mural says, who will you be? And I painted 80 words of ways of being, worthy, responsible, leader, love, joy, grateful. So from the gate, my work started in that. I just didn't realize it until a few years in and then actually put something to it and defined it as to live through love. And the way you see it now, I mean, it's taken time to get to that point.
0: In terms of work ethic, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting to explore their own art?
1: It is hard. As far as work, ethic, you just got to push through. You've got to push through, continue to push through, continue to practice, be meticulous. Every detail, even if someone doesn't see that detail, you know it's there, right? So never cut those corners. And ultimately, figure out your voice and your space, and that's going to take practice. Like I said, you know, from the first mural, if you look at it back now, you're like, wow, it all made sense. When I was doing it, it didn't make any sense. I actually was like, what's my style? What am I doing here? Okay, well, let me just keep painting because I love it. And it just became a thing. So you don't realize what your body of work is going to be until you're like really into it. You look back 10 years later and you're like, okay, now we're talking. Nothing is overnight. It may look that way but it's going to take some time.
0: Yeah. You always have to find your voice.
1: Yeah. And I guess try not to look at others because you'll get really influenced by it. And maybe you lose yourself in that or mimic it or, or whatever the case is definitely be inspired by everything that's out there, but make sure that you really focus on yourself.
0: What in your own work ethic do you think has brought you the success that you've had?
1: You know, I I would say the number one thing is I don't get stuck in not knowing how to do something. I just do it and figure it out like a clothing line. Never worked in retail, never worked in clothing, didn't know anything about it. I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it. Boom. And now I'm cutting and sewing and tech packs and silhouettes and this and that. Like no one knows how much work goes into it. I mean, it's a lot of work. Um, Same with murals, everything. It's it's a lot of work and it takes work. Anything worth doing, obviously, as they say, is worth it in the long run. But that I think is really the catalyst to everything. Because I know a lot of people that I got to go to school for this. I got to go learn. I got to go study. And 10 years go by before they even do anything. Because they're still learning, reading and studying.
0: Is there anything else that you want to talk about or plug before we wrap this up? You know, I like to end
1: things with saying life is now and it's never the right time until you make it the right time. You know, especially as a dad, if I had a kid 10 years ago, it'd be a different ball game. Is it ever the right time to have a child? Is it ever the right time to start a business? Oh, launch a clothing night, end of 2019. Oh, pandemic 2020. You know, but you can't let these things stop you because that is life and that is what's going to happen. And it is what it is. So. Check out more of my work, com. Check out, you know, my t-shirts and whatever else I'm doing. And you know, send me a message on Instagram, whatever. I like to reply. Sometimes it's a little slow, but I'll get back to you. I just love meeting new people.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on with me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. Please subscribe to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please rate and review the show. Follow us on Instagram at theartistsworkethic and check out theartistsworkethic.com.